0: You're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with me, Mabel Golden, and today I'm sat with Sarah, who is the owner of a social media agency, Freelancers, here in Dubai. In this episode, we're going to be talking about everything about the transition to going from working um, full-time into freelance to starting a small business as an agency owner, and we've also got advice for anybody that's wanting to to do the same. I really enjoyed this conversation with Sarah, um, and I think you'll really love this episode. Hi guys you're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with me Mabel Golden and today's guest is Sarah who is the owner of Freelancers, a social media agency and thank you Sarah for joining me today on my podcast. I'm so excited to have our conversation. Like I said I wish we had a podcast microphone on last time we spoke because we have so many shared experiences and similarities in what we're doing so I'm really excited to get into that with you. Um, So Just to introduce how we actually connected, we are in very similar industries aren't we why don't you tell everyone listening what you what you do
1: I own a small agency called freelancers and what we do we basically just do um, social media and marketing for the f industry so it's basically just like a social media agency but it's focused on the f industry so we rarely kind of like branch out and go into any other industries um, and the reason for that was because it was it initially started with me and two other friends um and we were always like really interested in like you know like cute coffee shops and like
0: 100 percent
1: right you know you find like a cute coffee even now like you find a cute coffee shop you go there you sit there you work all day like the aesthetic whatever we always were kind of interested in the fmb industry um and in social media and in entrepreneurship so then we were just like why don't we just start an agency so yeah that started three years ago three years ago yeah amazing and it's literally th- by the way it's three years ago like this week oh whoa okay yeah. that's
0: so that must be such a nice feeling to look yeah, back on those sure. three years and just see it kind of from where you are now yeah yeah amazing and the
1: irony of it as well is actually so I love a good pun so actually even the name Three Lancers. Mm-hmm. it was me and two other friends yeah so we kind of just thought why don't we call it Three Lance like thR Yeah yeah yeah.
0: Um, it's been three years. So <laughs> oh, it <was> like <laughs> it's just all coming together perfectly for this podcast, yeah, which I love. <laughs> um, that's great, and I think just to give everybody a bit of an insight, um, we are we literally just met over Instagram didn't we yeah and that's so funny because I've said that with every single guest on this yeah. podcast but I really like that yeah. um and you know I love to see what other people are doing in social media especially in the UAE so it's great to see you know what you're doing and I'm so glad that we can support each other with yeah. our own journeys sure. um now we're both at a point where we're kind of building our agencies and I thought today in our conversation we, we can give everyone listening a bit of an insight into what that journey has been like yeah and And I think it's fair to say that it is not an overnight switch. It is something that is built over time. You know, first, uh, usually working in-house in social media for a brand or a business and then moving first freelance and then into an agency. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that journey? How did you, what, you know, what was that like? What was that decision making like? Where did did you find the confidence to just say, you know what? I can work for myself now from here on in.
1: So I think actually, like, if I really look back, from such a young age, I think I always kind of had that whole, like, thing of wanting to do my own thing. Because I remember even after our last conversation before, I was thinking, like, when did this actually start? Mm -hmm. And I remember being, like, the age of, like, 16. And um, I used to wear the hijab, so the scarf, right? Mm -hmm. And I was living in the UK And um, my dad, he always used to kind of like push me to kind of like, you know, like get into business, like start a business. Really? So I remember him being like, look, here's 500 pounds. Why don't you start a business? Wow. So I ended up buying scarves from like China and selling them in the UK. Because at that point it was really hard to find like scarves and stuff. So that's when the whole like entrepreneurial, I think kind of side came out of me. But then in terms of starting freelancing and starting freelancers, um, it was more from like, moving here five years ago and kind of like wanting to start a new life and wanting to start a life where I'm like independent a financially emotionally whatever else Um, and I kind of had like loads of different jobs over here and each time I kind of got into a job there was something like really unfortunate that happened like for example the first job I remember was Getting, on, getting into the job in a, with a really low sal- salary but then kind of saying that they'd increase it over a certain period of time and it never increased. The second time, like the salary always got paid really late. The third time, the company crashed down. It was like a series of I guess you could say unfortunate events, which actually ended up being really fortunate. In yeah, the
0: end. well, that just goes to show that everything does happen for a reason. Yeah. And it's great that you now have that outlook because you've, yeah. you've really found the positive. And exactly. that, that was, you know, essentially the push that you needed. Yeah, and just as a side note on that, I think it's already so brave in itself that you've moved country you know ready to start your new journey and this new life that you've set out for yourself but you know we've in and on my podcast previously we've talked a lot about making that move yeah there are going to be instances where it isn't the dream job that you would you wanted and and you are in a situation where you're thinking okay hang on this isn't this isn't what i wanted yeah but the fact that you've then that's pushed you on to you know something even bigger and better is so exciting
1: because even in those kind of situations like even the whole moving to dubai thing For me, I think I was like 23 or 24. Yeah, And for me, and it it kind of touches on as well, like when you start your own business or when you start freelancing. For me, it was like you either sink or swim. So when I, for example, after the third time of like the really unfortunate events that Mm -hmm. happened, I was like, okay, either you go back to the UK or you stay over here and you i didn't have any savings at that point so yep. i was like literally and i couldn't ask my parents for money so i was literally so low on money mm-hmm. so i'll like, say either you suffer and you like just deal with it and like you try to find the next best thing or you go back to the uk but for me going back to the uk was never an option no yeah. and it's kind of like the same with freelancing so how i got into freelancing was like i said those kind of you know unfortunate events the jobs etc um and then like I kind of reached a point where I was like do you know what I just don't want to work for anyone anymore like I don't want to depend Mm. on anyone anymore I don't want someone to kind of feel like they own me because you know I have this whole thing as well with like time like time is so precious right Mm. like you have one life and you're spending eight hours per day five days a week right working towards making somebody else's dream come true which is very selfless and Mm. whatnot and it's But for me, I kind of just thought, but why don't I use those seven hours to make my dream come true Mm. of being like financially independent and like having my own time, like not having to be in an office from like nine to five. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so after those events kind of happened, I loved social media and I was like, do you know what, why don't I just, why don't I just try freelancing? Like, why don't I just try it? Mm -hmm. Like, what's stopping me? Yeah. The fear that I'm not going to be good enough, the fear that perhaps I don't know enough about, like, social media or whatever. But I kind of just, like, watched YouTube videos online and watched people who did it before, right? Yes, that's that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple
0: of YouTubers that really helped me out. And I think and that's an, another really great point to make is that there is so much information out there we can be inspired by other people's journeys yeah. and take their experiences you know into making decisions about what we want
1: exactly yeah
0: so that's really interesting I, d- I did the same yeah. thing yeah
1: <laughs> so watch loads of YouTube videos and then just started freelancing it wasn't in F&B mm-hmm. um, saw that it worked at the same time kind of open to other businesses okay because at this point i'd just watched girl boss on netflix oh yeah yeah and i was so inspired i was like oh my god no like yeah. i'm gonna work for myself if like,
0: anybody doesn't hasn't seen girl boss on netflix this is the story of sophia Amoruso. yeah is that right yeah. she is the founder of nasty gal yeah. the uh clothing clothing label yeah and she had a real bootstrap start yeah. off in her business really doing everything herself it is a great watch and that's it's also inspiring. a good book um yeah, yeah so
1: <laughs> it was so inspiring for me because I was literally at the point where you know when like if anyone's seen it like when she's in her little dingy apartment and she's got like pizza all over the place yeah and, like, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she doesn't know like how to. like it's just so inspiring and I think I read that I read the book and mm-hmm. I watched the series and I was like no do you know what that's it like I'm gonna yeah. put the intention out there that I want to start my own thing. And I think it's so important as well to put an intention out there, like to kind of say to yourself, cause you know, you can plant the seed, but it takes years for the seed to grow. But if you don't plant the seed three years ago, then mm-hmm. in three years time, the tree is not gonna grow, you know? 100%. So I think like, for me, it was about putting that intention out there, started two other e-commerce businesses online. Um, and then kind of thought, you know, there's always hiccups along the way, right? So then I kind of thought, okay, I can't sustain myself just doing these things. And if I want to maintain the two online businesses, I have to get a job, mm-hmm. I have to get some sort of income. Mm-hmm. So got a job again. And then again, I actually just think that like, God just didn't want me to have a full-time job. <laughs> like, it is what it is. <laughs> It is is. Cause like after three months, it was the same thing. Like it yeah. was like a really bad experience. Um, and then literally, I literally remember that last job that I had. Yeah. It was like my last chance. I was like, this is the last job that I'm gonna have, yeah. okay? So I remember I remember quitting it and I had zero savings. I literally just had the last paycheck, which to be completely transparent was like 12,000 dirhams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the only option, I'd been in Dubai I think now for two and a half years or something, the only option was find another job, which for me was like not an option. I was yeah. like, I do not wanna go back into that again. Yeah we go back to the UK.
0: Mm. And I was like... It was a sink or swim moment. Yeah, yeah. And that really pushed you on. Right. Onwards. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then
1: that's when literally I was just like... No, do you know what? There is no way that I'm going back to the UK. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with the UK, by the way. I love it. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a fair point to make. This is... We're not, you know... <laughs> We're not hating on any other kind yeah. of lifestyle, but no, I know no. I totally I I know what you mean is that you've come here to start this life, yeah. and, and you want to see it through and yeah. and, and make it through
1: reality. I think everybody has a different purpose to moving over here. For mm. me, like moving over here meant a huge amount. Like it meant you know starting a new life etc so for me going back to the UK represented Mm. failing
0: yeah yeah which
1: but again like I love the UK yeah I'm always there yeah Um, but um but yeah it was like a sink or swim moment where like literally I'm in the middle of the flipping ocean and I was just like either you start your own like freelancing business Mm. and I and I sat there and I said to myself okay because you always have to find kind of like a niche, I think. Because yes. there's so many agencies that exist, right?
0: This is a really key point, And I think we can get more into some details. But I think there's going to be a lot of people listening that really want to know specifics, especially yeah. in social media. Because it's such a massive growing industry, as, yeah. as we both know. So, yeah, 100%, I think finding your niche and what you do is yeah. such a great tip. And, yeah. I, yeah, I'd love to give everyone some more tips. So yeah, stay tuned sure. if later in the episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting what you said about just that feeling. You almost had a, an experience where you were pushed into it and you really, I don't want to say from a negative, but almost from a really negative yeah. kind of, it got, was in a in a job that we found quite negative. So yeah. it pushed you upwards and propelled you into that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's interesting because if anybody's listening to this and they're thinking, you know what, that's me. I'm really unhappy in my job. Yeah. How can I, how can you spin this into a positive and, you know, it could be the, almost like the...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also interesting as well, because I think maybe a lot of people think... I used to think this. Like, when I used to see people, like, freelancing or having their own business, I used to think, like, it looks really easy. And you That's don't see, you know, you don't, you don't see, see, like, most what they actually went through to reach that point.
0: Did you, when you were, you know, in that final job in that you know when you were like right I'm, I'm ready to do this now did you have many contacts that you knew were freelancers no, or, no oh okay God, I literally
1: didn't know anyone so you didn't know anyone
0: that's really <laughs> interesting yeah because I think you know that phrase that you're a product of the five people you spend the most time yes. with and I think that's quite interesting when you apply that to freelancing because I think if you are if you know someone personally that has done something it yeah. already feels so much more achievable yeah so for you to not know anyone and yeah. to only have you know girl boss on Netflix yeah. and the youtubers that are freelancing that's
1: who I knew I knew
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <That was> literally- <laughs> yeah but you took that and then applied that to your situation yeah. I really love that and yeah. I think that's you know if um I think if anyone that's listening is is wanting to take that make that move but doesn't know anyone directly I don't think that's an issue you know yeah. that there's enough experience and inspiration out there to to find it you just yeah. got to hunt it a bit more exactly yeah exactly
1: so um so yeah that was that really basically I just I kind of just sat there and I thought okay how can I start like an agency like how yeah. can I start it and I had two friends at the time yeah sorry to interrupt <laughs> no, you. so it.
0: from the get-go it was yeah. always an agency it wasn't you freelancing necessarily it was always a business because I think some I think in social media there's a lot of overlap but in yeah. most creative industries most people will start as a solo yeah. freelancer they are part of working with a team yeah but then you know making that step into an agency that's like yeah. that's like two in one yeah. so from so from the get-go you were always like I'm setting out to start
1: an agency so so it's a bit confusing because basically we're called freelancers and we were all freelancers mm-hmm. so at the time we were freelancing but we thought let's come together and turn it into a business strength in numbers yeah yeah, exactly so for example one girl she was involved with the graphic design Mm -hmm. another girl she was involved in let's say the photography Mm -hmm. so it was it was a bit of an overlap right yeah um but yeah it kind of worked because like we all kind of like had our own kind of like roles Mm -hmm. um and literally like i remember it was like the first week of starting it and like uh, to begin with you don't know where to begin i was like do you know what sarah just go on canva and Mm -hmm. make a logo just Mm -hmm. make a logo yeah um so i made a logo and then put together a company profile Mm -hmm. um with all of our work collectively put together and literally a lot of people i get a lot of questions on my instagram like how did you start how did you get your first client yeah and my biggest advice is literally like not to quote Nike, but like just do it. Just do it, right? okay? Yeah, Like yeah. I literally just, I literally just went out there on my personal Instagram mm-hmm. and reached out to cafes that I always wanted to work with. Yeah, and was like, "Hi, like my name's Sarah, I freelance." Yeah.
0: And even you just saying that, I, this is what I'm doing, th- that's an element of just kind of faking it till you make it, isn't yeah, it? That's it what, there's a know, lot of
1: like, I think there's a lot of taboo around that, but you actually just have to do that. You do
0: need to say that you're, this is the service you're offering. So yeah. what if you've not done it before, yeah, but yeah. you know, this is what you're setting out to do. Yeah, That's really interesting. I think yeah. that's really key. And again, I'm already can tell there's going to be a lot of juicy tips for anyone that is starting out. Yeah, It's really interesting to hear about your um that journey and that mindset you're in to transition and i i yeah i think it's interesting because it is quite different to mine i would say i wasn't in a job that i hated at all i i really enjoyed the work that i was doing my two jobs previous to starting my agency i really really loved but it, there was something again i think kind of similar to what you were saying i always loved the idea of having my own project and having yeah. my own freedom and i just knew that i needed to get this experience from you know working in-house to then be able to go on and do my own thing yeah so I think there's there's no right way you know yeah, to absolutely. people listening there's absolutely no right or wrong yeah. way it's all just about applying what you taking what you can get from your situation and building it yourself exactly. essentially whether it's positive or negative negative. and I think I was really lucky that I was working with so many really inspiring women in business that they knew what they wanted they had their projects and I just thought that was so impressive yeah. and it really I really feel like it rubbed off on me yeah so I think that's almost what you were getting from you know when you were searching out that those influences and yeah. um content on YouTube etc so yeah yeah I think there's no right or wrong journey into into freelancing and
1: it's not like at some points I feel like we feel like some goals are like unreachable mm. like it's not unreachable. it's okay it's a difficult journey yes yeah But nothing is impossible. And I think I used to, for example, let's say watch a podcast like this and be like, oh, I wish I could reach that level. Mm. But I just don't feel like I can't like that. I don't feel like I can. Like that's not me. Yeah. But then it's realizing that like anything is possible. Like Mm -hmm. anything is possible. Like we're no different to X, Y and Z person. Like It's just more about like when you put your mind to doing something. And yeah, I don't know. I think for me it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, I find it really exciting to look to people that have, you know when you see someone then you, you consider them to have made it you know yeah oh they've made it they're so successful yeah and then to remember that they started once you know they were at the beginning once and to really just remember that if they can do it more use it as inspiration there's yeah, no exactly. envy it's always inspiration exactly. it's always yeah okay if they can do it then I can as well yeah. and that's really exciting and yeah, inspiring yeah, exactly okay question for you if your past self was here and we were talking to her as well i bet she would be desperate to know what it's like you know now that you're three years in what would you say to her is would you say it's all it's cracked up to be is is there anything that's completely
1: not what you thought yeah um okay that's a really good question so of course with anything in life there's like the pros and the cons right and i think you've just got to look at both the pros and the cons and see which ones outweigh the other and that's different for different people right so in terms of like let's say being self-employed right so you working for yourself the pros I would say I don't know if you agree but the pros I would say is that a you have your own like kind of like freedom to choose your clients Mm -hmm. choose who you work with choose who you you know like choose what industry you want to work in Mm -hmm. you have the freedom of your own time like your free time like in the sense that like you don't have to wake up and work a night like work nine to five you can wake up and work six to 12 and then go to the beach yeah um but and then also I think just the ability as well that like for me the one thing as well that was really massive for me is that when you work for yourself you kind of dictate what your salary is so Mm -hmm. like and it can it can be different from one month to the next Mm -hmm. um so like for example one month could be like I don't know for example like 20k and then another month it's gone up to 60k whereas Mm. like if you were working like a full-time job you'd have to wait how many years to get to 60k a month
0: that's a really good point and I think for a lot of people it usually is money orientated which is normal you know we're not working for free that is natural to to have goals and ambitions yeah one of the things that I really found really frustrating about working in in in-house and in a full-time role is that I felt like I could go in and do my absolute best, work super hard, do a great job one month and then I could do, I was going to swear then, I'm not going to swear, but I could do a rubbish job yeah and, you know, not put any effort in and I, I found it so fr- frustrating that it would be consistent and yeah. for some people they're looking for security yeah
1: totally valid massive totally thing. valid yeah. you know
0: a hundred percent if you need security and you're yeah. somebody that wants to know what they're getting paid every single month hundred percent that is a that is going to be a pro for, for you but yeah. for me that was a con because yeah. I just felt like where where can I go you know I, I was absolutely itching to do more and yeah. I felt like I could give more yeah so yeah it's, it's a really interesting point that you made about
1: pros, I feel like are equally cons which That's is not because yeah. like even what you're saying about stability I always talk about this because, mm-hmm. like the good thing about having a job mm-hmm. is that you do have that stability that you know that at the end of every month you're getting x amount of salary yeah right and like for example if you're getting fired or whatever then it's you know like there's a process right whereas with freelancing I remember like back in the day and even like when you're running like a your own business right there is there isn't always a sense of stability unless you put contracts down, right? Mm. Which I think is a really smart thing to do. If anyone starts freelancing, you have to put a contract oh, down. Oh, yes, there's so you many, many do's do and it. don'ts. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, we've been through it and we've learned. Yeah, <laughs> always put a contract down. And I think- I don't know about you, but, like, the way that we kind of work is, like, always take a payment Mm. up front, whether that's 50% or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole different story. There's (laughs) so many,
0: like I said, there's so many other tips. We're going to have to put a little section in just for tips. But, yeah, I think back to the pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Flexibility of um, salary and earnings and not having a limit, essentially. The only limit is your your capabilities. But then that being said, that is a con because, you know, I remember my first six months even really early on into my freelancing journey I said yes to everything I took on absolutely everything I took on so much and I was broken I was doing 12 hour days every single day and on the one hand it excited me because I thought wow this is amazing so much opportunity I'm doing what I love I'm earning so much tripled my salary from working in-house but then I was literally so anxious so yeah. stressed and obviously if I had been in a full-time position I wouldn't have it wouldn't have got to that point yeah. you know there's yeah. not you know there's only so much work to be done yeah yeah 100% agree that the pros are the cons yeah. as well
1: there's I think there's this meme online where it's like I left my nine to five to work 24 yeah, seven yeah yeah not yeah, not yeah. yeah that's like that's that's yeah that's so true yeah it, it can is really be like hard. that but yeah. I guess the the pro to that is that you're working okay, not necessarily 24 7 Mm. but like you're working longer hours to make your own dream come true which in the future Mm -hmm. will pay off eventually Mm -hmm. whereas like i feel like at times you know it's interesting you mentioned about like when you were working before and like even when it comes to working by the way like nine to five and whatever i don't see that as like a bad like every every like chapter of your life serves a purpose. And like so true. And everyone's different. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that like, you know, everyone would want to like work for themselves. Like sometimes it serves someone to just do a 9 to 5. I don't know if I don't know. Like back in the day that's what served me is doing a 9 to 5, right? Yeah. But doing that, like I think the other thing that just really just did not sit right with me is that for example, like working for an agency, right? So you work for an agency and let's say this agency gets paid Forty k a month from four clients, mm-hmm. but they're paying you ten k a month. Mm-hmm. But you're doing all the work. Mm-hmm. That just did not sit. right. I was like, no. Why can't I get four clients? Yeah, get the forty k a month myself and do. It's the same thing, but I'm just getting the clients mm-hmm. myself. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, like the pros and cons. Like there's so many. There's so
0: many, <laughs> and I think. But even what you just mentioned there, that you obviously got that insight from working. And I think when I was in-house, I was just soaking everything in, learning what everyone's job role is, what everyone did and 100% that was so right for that chapter in my life because yeah. I was absolutely new to the world of yeah. marketing, the world of business. There the, were just, you know, from it, you know, learned so much. Yeah. So I was really in a learning stage and yeah. I knew I needed to be in that environment just to learn. Yeah. And I really did. So I really value that time. But at the same time now, I feel like I'm in a chapter where I'm really ambitious and I'm yeah. excited to, you know, hit these goals that I'm setting for myself. Exactly. On the On the one side of thing, on the other side, I'm also, you know, I'm in my 20s. I want to travel i want to have freedom to work from wherever i want to work um and i'm loving that so it's it's kind of like 100% what you said it's you know the right the right opportunity for wherever you're at in your life there is absolutely not it's not to say one is better than the other at all not
1: at all and i actually think that like now after covid i actually think that like nine to fives will not actually become nine to Mm. fives. They'll start to transform and it will be like, because already a lot of people are working from home or whatever, right? The
0: values have changed, haven't they? And I think I, I, for for me, I definitely consider COVID being one of the reasons that I wanted to have this freedom just because it's almost like we got a taste of not... Yeah. You know, being slaves to this 9 to 5 office yeah. culture. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want this, I want that. I want that yeah. life. I want I don't I don't want to do yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it is interesting and it is changing. Yeah. So, with all that in mind, could you see yourself going back to a full-time position in the future?
1: No. No. Okay, that was a nice and quick answer. Okay. <laughs> that part done. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, um I actually just think like once you've again, like once you've tasted it, once you've tasted having your own time and your own time being your time. But what I mean by that is in the sense that like, you're still doing the same work as a nine to five, but you kind of dictate when you do that, right? Mm-hmm. I just can't see myself ever being able to go back to kind of like, why weren't you in the office at 10 past yeah. nine? or do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or like, for example, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't see myself ever going ever going back to that. I think it's really hard once you've come out of it mm-hmm. to then go back in a position where- yeah your time is not your time and you know like what about you
0: I think I you know I'm 90% no but I really am never say never because I do think I would love to one day be in a position where I am in a senior management role yeah and doing and being part of a really great team that maybe I'll build it myself maybe I'll you know it'll be part of somebody else's but I think just as you said every chapter has its moment yeah
1: exactly I do
0: love what I'm doing right now though I absolutely love it so right now it's a no, but yeah. I'm a never say never type person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what I really like about uh, where we're both at in our careers is that it is quite similar. And I think one thing that I'm currently going through, I wonder if this is the same for you, is when it comes to moving yourself up the kind of career ladder. In a way, when you're working for yourself, it is difficult in itself because yeah. we kind of get so caught up in. The day-to-day, you know, responsibilities of client work, etc. It's really hard to view the big picture. Yeah. And I think one thing that I've been really focusing on is delegating and trusting a team to help. Um. And we've also spoken just now about not wanting to kind of. This is maybe going off on a tangent, but I still want to mention it. Is that we've also spoken about not wanting to feel like you're on somebody else's time. Yeah. So with that value it's now trying to delegate, but in this kind of new way of working that suits that suits our, what we want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I think at first as well, I don't know about your experience, but at first, it's almost like you're doing everything. Because yes. Because as a small business, like you're literally the marketing team, you're the in- sending Edmund, the invoices. Yeah, yeah everything, right? everything. Business everything. development, yeah. like everything, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, at first, it's like, it kind of starts off like that. But then after a while, especially when you can see the potential in, like growing, mm-hmm. right? So for example, let's say at first, if you start off having four clients and you're like managing all of it, from mm-hmm. the social media to everything else, when you see the value in growing your business and like, let's say hiring other people, mm-hmm. like to join your team, like that's that's then the next step that I feel like is important to take. Yeah, Because yeah, I don't know, for me, it's all about like wanting to turn it into something that's like a lot bigger mm-hmm. than it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah
0: I think because I have that same ambition as well to build my team and to make it bigger than what it is but it's so difficult isn't it to kind of step outside of those day-to-day tasks you get used to doing everything yourself that yeah. then it's really hard to take the st- like take that wide angle view and be yeah. like hang on what do I actually want to achieve and by the end of the year for yeah. example and how can we get there what support do I need yeah. and yeah that's another tip I'd say to anybody that's in a similar position is remembering to have those times where you're like okay hang on let's not get you know too comfy where we are because we still want to you know get to the next step
1: exactly yeah
0: um okay should we move on to some advice for people that are wanting to go freelance slash um you know start an agency and I'm going to lump the two together because I do think they often go hand in hand it's essentially about this confidence to leave the security of your of oh, your yeah. job yeah and I think uh, you know we're obviously talking from a social media marketing point of view but I think so many creative industries are very much the same um let's start with what we briefly touched on before which is getting those first clients yeah what would be your advice there to
1: you know where well, how, how do you start yeah so for me it was literally I like I would say my biggest advice is literally just write down a list of the clients that you would love to work with mm-hmm. right um and I know it sounds it always sounds like such simple advice, mm. but I really think just do it. Like literally just reach out. Because at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that could happen is that yeah. they turn around and they say, like, okay, we're not interested, for example. And that's absolutely fine. Like yeah. you know, like just move on to the next one that yeah. you you know the kind next of always one. wanted to work with. Yeah. Um so I know it sounds like a bit of a like, I don't know, black and black and white advice, but I just say like literally just you've literally sometimes gotta just go into it hard yeah and like just reach out
0: okay what yeah. about you I think yeah very much so I think it's faking it till you make it yeah it's part of it which we already mentioned yeah um you know I love that you ha- point highlighted that moment where you made your logo and made the business kind of profile yeah I think interestingly I actually did that like Six months in, because I yeah. got carried away with doing the client work. Yeah, yeah. I was in a position where I was freelancing on the side of my job, yeah um getting this experience, and that just, you know, kind of really rooted that I knew this is what I wanted to be yeah, doing. Yeah. And then I was busy with the client work and just, uh, you know, loving it. But yeah. then it got to a point where I was like, okay, hang on, who are we? You know, we start. Yeah. We're going to be a team now. We need a We need a name. Website we need like a website. A, we it need was a, the same. Like yeah. we
1: literally. I think we didn't actually have an Instagram page until a year in. Really? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the website was literally only done like a year and six months ago, I think. It's when you're growing at a faster pace than,
0: right? Yeah, and I think so many people think it's the other way around. They think, oh, okay, I can't start until I've got a name and until I've got a website and until I've got an Instagram. And I feel like saying, no, like you need to start by doing some of the services and if yeah. you're really worried about not being able to get a client this is what I always say to people especially yes. if it's social media yeah is if you're if you're thinking okay you've got no experience you need to just make your own experience exactly. you know social media is so accessible yeah. you need to start a page yeah for a fake cafe yeah or a fake product yeah or you know a reviews page and get an understanding of using the using the tools, using yeah. the platforms. Yeah. And that is then becomes your case study exactly. for your portfolio. Exactly.
1: But also it's, I think a lot of it is about like having, just having faith that mm-hmm. like, that things will work out. Because mm-hmm. I remember even like, I remember the first client that we got and it was like, I think it was literally four days in to sending message, sending some messages. And imagine sending it from my personal Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And this was a client that like, I loved, I loved their branding. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. I would love. And like, she literally was like yeah sure let's go for it. Yeah. And she took the biggest package and I was like that moment such a good feeling. Right? It's such yeah. a good feeling but yeah. like that would have never happened if I sat there and thought no, I'm not I going hope to be somebody course.
0: knows that I want to. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you can't just sit there and think that people are going to yeah, come yeah. to you. It might get to that point And I think, you know, once you've been working in and providing great work and being the best freelancer you yeah. can be, then that does happen. Yeah. They do come to you.
1: And over time, like, I don't know if it's, it's most likely probably been the same mm-hmm. with you, but like at first, like when you first start, okay, yes, you're new, you're fresh. And like, maybe not that many people will know about you, but over time, if you continue what you're doing, people will start to come to you and be like, oh, you're freelancers or, or yep. oh, you're Mabel. I've yep. heard about yep. you. It's like word I really want to work. It's with. Yeah, 100%. 100%
0: right? Yeah, it's, I've definitely found that as yeah. well. And that's a great feeling. Yeah, I think people are often really scared that... There's not going to be the need for what they're doing, but it's absolutely not true, and yeah. there there is opportunities out there. So it's it's just going after them. Yeah, I really like that as a piece of advice. I think um, really interesting as well what we said about the you know not feeling like you need to have everything figured out first. Yeah. You just need to start. Yeah. We should be sponsored by Nike. Just just, just do, do it. it. Just <laughs> the do it. Everyone.
1: Episode should be called Just Do It. Just
0: do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. As a as a side note for anyone that is needing some more support about finding clients i do have a course called client fishing that is about how you can identify and bring in those dream clients you know yeah actually here's here's a question for you so have you you know I briefly mentioned at the start I would just say yes to everything yeah what would be your advice to somebody that it feels like they have to accept these clients that they're unsure about if it's you know they're not sure
1: so I think like at first like when you first start you kind of do feel like you need to take all of them on because it's like the experience and it's also like any money that you get at first is it's good right yeah Yeah. but I think over time the, the the way that we kind of like work. Work now is that we don't take just any client on and what I mean by that it's not I don't mean it in an arrogant way at all but mm-hmm. I mean it more like you know when you know your style of work and you know this the, this brand style of work yeah. you kind of have to sit there and think do we mesh together can yeah. I provide you with what you're looking for yeah type of thing right yeah so I think I don't know my advice it might be different for everyone but I, I, I don't think you, ha- you don't have to take every client on like mm. also like 'Cause a lot about freelancing as well. Yeah, Kate, it's great to have that extra bit of money in, but do you enjoy it? Will you enjoy working for this client?
0: This is the point that I wanted to make because I was accepting everything and anything, so excited by the fact that somebody wanted me yeah. to do to help them with their business. Yeah. But then it got to a point where I was like, I'm not actually enjoying this and yeah. the whole point of what I was doing was to enjoy what exactly. I'm doing. And now I really live by the rule. If it's not hell yes, it's yeah. a no. Yeah, you know? exactly. If it's not exciting, yeah. you are not gonna you know self-motivate yourself to yeah. do great work as a freelancer that is not got a manager breathing down the neck you know yeah you need to self-motivate so if you're not loving it it's yeah. not going to get done that is yeah. a big learning curve that I hit in the first year of yeah. working for myself because there's
1: also so many different types of clients as well right so like so, yeah uh let's say and and i I think that's also the the good thing and the freedom with working for yourself is that you get to accept yep this is a client i want to work this is not Mm -hmm. because for example you can get a client that's super chill they're coming to you because they like your work Mm -hmm. they trust your work Mm -hmm. um so they're not going to be micromanaging they've paid you they've they've looked they've looked for an expert you're an expert here yeah do the work perfect then there'll be other types of clients for example that will be the complete opposite which Mm -hmm. will be like micromanaging it, but you yeah. have the like you have the chance you don't have to you don't have to accept yeah. like you know yeah i think also as a freelancer or being self-employed like yeah you don't have to accept everyone Like mm-hmm. you don't have to you kind of dictate what you do yes and do not want to accept
0: for sure you know? yeah i totally agree i want us to give one more piece of advice yeah and it's quite a difficult one and but a juicy one we've already talked a little about about uh how we can grow our salary how what advice you give for somebody when pricing their work and pricing their services yeah
1: so I think at first again um at first in my experience like what I kind of did I'm not gonna lie I made the pricing super competitive at first Mm -hmm. because once you first when you first start and let's say you haven't got that much experience you haven't got a massive like client base behind you Mm -hmm. then like it does make it a little bit more difficult for you to pitch to a client when your rates are the same price as someone who's got a lot more experience than you, right? Yeah. So I think at first, like you kind of have to be um, a little bit generous with your pricing, but still price it in a way where like, it's worth it you know like yeah for sure because
0: otherwise again you're not going to be that motivated exactly you're not going to be self-motivated yeah
1: um but then i think after a while once you've built your client base once you've built your portfolio you know your worth like you know that x y and z clients have worked with me which therefore means that okay i must be a valuable you know like asset yeah and i think that's when you start to increase your pricing um but my biggest thing with pricing is like at the end of the day it's a bit like dating, like yeah. you know your worth, okay? Yeah. For example, I know that my work is like this and I mm-hmm. know it produces this x amount of results, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you have this imposter syndrome, like for example, I can't charge x amount because they might not accept it. Okay, well that's not a client that I want to work with anyway then. Or for example, dating. Yeah. I know my worth, okay? <laughs> like if that person's not going to accept you know, like what I'm asking of them, then yeah. that's not it's someone not that I want right to be with anyway, yeah. right? So yeah. I think it's the same thing. Like don't sell yourself short. Like it's a, it's hard, of course, with imposter syndrome and whatever. But I think just, yeah. What about you? What, what would you say is? I'd say you need to ask for slightly
0: more than you feel comfortable with asking and then you most of the time the client will go for it so that um, that is something that I'm still working on myself but that's yeah that's my advice for pricing your work we are running out of time even though I could literally continue chatting with you for so long Um, but for anybody I'm gonna put um, Sarah's Instagram and you know info in the description thank you so much for chatting with me today thank it's been you. so great to to
1: share your to share your journey with everyone thank <laughs> you so much honestly it's been amazing as well thank you so thank much. you